Welcome to this podcast by Miss Julie. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast, and please look for more in the future. Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's podcast titled Weakness Equals Strength. Now, you may be wondering, wait, that doesn't make sense, Miss Julie, because strength is the opposite of weakness. Well, in human and worldly terms, that is correct. Even by definition, Webster's Dictionary defines weak as lacking strength, such as deficient in physical vigor, feeble, debilitated, not able to sustain or exert much weight, pressure, or strain, not able to resist external force or withstand attack, easily upset or nauseated, as in a weak stomach. And the definition of strength is the quality or state of being strong, capacity for exertion or endurance, power to resist force, solidity, toughness, power of resisting attack, impregnability. These things are not equal in the sense we understand them. However, when we view this topic through God's eyes, we find weakness does in fact equal strength. How can that be? Well, in Isaiah 55, 8-9, God gives us answers, and he says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts." When we think of heaven, we think of it to be somewhere way above us, a place that God brings us to when we die. But our own thoughts and understanding don't entirely reflect what heaven is really like, same as our ways and thoughts don't necessarily reflect God's wisdom and His understanding. God even tells us His thoughts are nothing like ours. So we shouldn't look at what we see as normal here on earth and think God sees it the same way too. In fact, there are times it can almost be exact opposite, such as in this case, weakness equals strength. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 11, Paul is writing what Jesus had said to him. I'm going to read the scripture, guys. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. This is what Jesus said to Paul. His power is made perfect in weakness. And we see Paul's response here. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Well, what does that mean? And what does this even look like? Because many of us think we are strong. Many of us at times think we should handle things our own way and only go to God during really important times in our life. But that's not how God wants this to be at all. It can be hard to admit when we feel weak and need help, but that is exactly when God makes us strong. 
Now, in Isaiah 41.10, this is God speaking again. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Here we are seeing God say he will give us strength and he will hold us up. Now, this was in the Old Testament, so it was before Jesus was born. And then in 2 Timothy 4.16, which is the New Testament, and it contains all of Jesus' teachings, we see this scripture. Paul was writing to his dear friend Timothy, and this is what Paul said. For the first time, I was brought before the judge. No one came with me. Everyone abandoned me. May it not be counted against them, but the Lord stood with me and gave me strength so that I might preach the good news in its entirety for all the Gentiles to hear. And he rescued me from certain death. Yes, the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. All glory to God forever and ever. Amen. What we can see from this scripture is that everyone abandoned Paul when he needed to go to court. I'm sure they were all scared as people were actually being arrested and killed for believing and following Jesus's way in this time period. But Paul is clear that Jesus stood in that court with him and actually gave him strength and prevented him from certain death. The whole reason why Paul even needed to go to court in the first place was because the law and the priest deemed Jesus to be dead. He was crucified on a cross, and as far as the courts and law were concerned, that was that. But Jesus had told all of his apostles and followers he would rise and conquer death in three days. And Paul was teaching people that Jesus is alive, and that's why he had to go to court. And we see in Matthew 16, 21, it states from then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day he would be raised from the dead. Now Jesus did appear to his followers after those three days. He had died. He really did come back to life. Some people believed it, especially the ones that actually saw him, but others just could not comprehend it. Now, Paul, we see, he's in a very peculiar and unique situation because he was one of the people that didn't believe Jesus was alive. And not only did he not believe it, he was trying to force other people to stop believing in Jesus too. Paul actually was working on behalf of the law. He was imprisoning people and even killing people over what he was looking at as heresy. But suddenly, Jesus appeared to Paul, (laughs) and that encounter radically changed him. He felt horrible. He had killed so many followers of Christ and threw them in jail. He could no longer deny the truth. Jesus was alive. Paul was literally (laughs) seeing him, hearing him, (laughs) like, this is real. And so we can only imagine what was going on in Paul's heart and mind at that moment. He knew he had to let people know 
know about Jesus, he totally changed his ways. He stopped harming people and actually began helping them. He started teaching and preaching that Jesus really is almighty and all-powerful, and that Jesus is so strong. He is even able to conquer death. Now, this is amazing news because it shows us how truly strong Jesus is, and we clearly can see how weak we are. (laughs) We can't bring ourselves back to life. There are many things we cannot do, but Christ Now, he can do anything, guys. Like, whoa. (laughs) Did you know the Bible actually teaches us we can do nothing apart from Jesus? That's in John 15, 5. And it says, yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, that was Jesus. These are his words. So we as humans are clearly weak compared to God, but God is so good that he doesn't want us worrying about our weaknesses. He doesn't care that we're weak. Instead, he wants us turning to him so he can fill us up with his strength. Now, 1 Chronicles 16.11 says, Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. This is such good news for us, guys. It's good when we are weak because it helps us turn to God. We want to seek Him, and we really do want His help. He is faithful and good, and He will strengthen us far beyond what we could ever do trying it on our own, guys. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. On our own, we are totally weak and powerless, and it's okay. In fact, it's really good to admit that because it leads us to praying and relying on God to help us, and that's exactly what God wants. He wants a relationship with us, and that's exactly what we want. We want God to help us and give us strength. It's a win-win situation. So if we really do want God's strength, let's pray for it together now. Dear Jesus, thank you for this teaching. I am so happy I don't have to put up a front and pretend to be strong when really I am just weak and worn out, God. I need your help, Lord, to live the best life you have given me. So I admit to you my weaknesses, and I ask you to fill me with your strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed day, guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Miss Julie. If you want more from Miss Julie, be sure to check out our website, ChristForKidsMinistries.org.